Top 14, the finest football multimedia page out there. Follow us on the socials and don't forget to like and subscribe. Enjoy this episode. Good evening and welcome back to the Top 40s podcast. It's Tom and Lucas back at it again. And a bit of a, bit of a different episode this time as we are going through our World Cup predictions. Tom, good evening. Excitement really dawning upon us right now, I reckon. Yeah, uh, good evening, guys. Good evening, Lucas. Um, yeah, really excited now for the World Cup. Um, the first game kicks off in, is it four days' time now? Less than that, three days' time. Um, you know, it's really getting close now. Um, and despite it being in the winter, and obviously I, I think it's a disgrace, frankly, that it's in Qatar. But putting all that aside, a World Cup is a World Cup and it is still going to be entertaining for us to watch. So, yeah, looking forward to the festival of football and and what it brings. And obviously, come on, England. Yeah, come on, England. And today we're going to be going through our predictions. So we are going to start off with Group A. We've got four teams. I'll just briefly go through each group and then through to the knockout stages. So, Tom, let's hear your Group A predictions. For a bit of context, in Group A, we've got Ecuador, Netherlands, Qatar and Senegal. Yeah, so um, obviously Group A is it's got the hosts in Qatar. Um, there was actually a rumour going around today on Twitter. I don't know how true it was, but a news reporter said that apparently the Qatari officials had, had offered out something like £7 million in bribes to the Ecuador players for Qatar to win 1-0, which I'll be totally honest, I think it's totally rubbish. But you never know. I mean, it wouldn't put it past the Qataris. But enough of that, I think... For me, some big news coming out today that, well, recently that Sadio Mane will miss the tournament. Now, that has, has shaped the group for me. Uh, I, I was honestly contemplating a fully fit Senegal side to give Netherlands a game. But I think Netherlands, come, they looked impressive in the Euros and that was without Virgil van Dijk. And I think, you know, if if they can keep him fit and they can keep other key players like Memphis Depay and and um, Frankie de Jong fit, then I think they've got a really good spine of the team there. Um, I think they'll win this group, and I think that Ecuador will actually come second. They're, they're for me, a surprise package because Senegal have got some good players, Koulibaly, Mendy, still, Illiman and Die, obviously, Sheffield United's a good player, but I just think that Ecuador, they'll be much more used to that playing in that sort of climate. Um, obviously, Senegal's a warm country as well. But I do think to myself that I think losing Mane on the eve of the tournament will really, really affect um, will really affect Senegal and the fact that they're playing in the Netherlands first as well. You'd expect them to lose that game, and so with Ecuador, you'd expect them to win. Um, so they're going to build confidence, whereas Senegal will obviously lose confidence. I think that's something that a lot of people look over look overlook a lot of the time is who team when teams are playing each other because. You know, if, if a team's won two on the spin and, and they play against a team that's lost recently, it's going to have a massive effect. Um, so, yeah, I've got Netherlands and Ecuador to go through. Yeah, I think every, every man and his dog has got Netherlands to top the group. But I'm actually going to be a bit controversial. Bribes aside, I think that the host, that the that Qatar will really galvanise the chance of being host. And... I actually believe that the side who's 50th in the FIFA World rankings, I actually I actually got them down to come second 
yes, I haven't heard of any of their players. And I know Tom's looking at me like, what are you on about? But um, in, in World Cup history, every host except for one has qualified for the knockout stage. Take a look at Russia four years ago. Not many people had them in the round of 16, yet they were two missed penalties, I think it was, away from a semi-final. So I think they, that could really galvanise um, Qatar into the knockout stage. Now, Group B, we've got... No, moving on to Group B, we've got England, Iran, USA and Wales. Tom, let's hear your quick fire predictions for Group B. Yeah, obviously England's group, um, really, really excited for, for the tournament England from an England perspective. We've got loads of exciting players. Um, but I think for me, it's it, if you swapped us with any other team of our calibre, such as France, Argentina, Netherlands, um, you know, Portugal, Germany, I think you'd think, oh, these are easy games. But when you think about it, you know, you look, look at the Scotland game last summer in the Euros, a game that on paper you'd expect us to walk, but that's similar with Wales and USA, I think. It'll be their cup finals and they'll be so desperate to beat England that I can see them being really marginal games. I still think we've got the quality to top the group. Um, I think we'll beat Iran comfortably uh, and I think we'll definitely win one of the two games against America or Wales. So I think we'll top the group. As for second, it's difficult. Um Iran aren't a bad squad. Uh, obviously, Wales, we all know what they can do at major tournaments. The last time they were at one, they got to the semi-finals. So um, I think they've got a good shout of getting out of the group. But I just think that there's a few of their key players like Bale, Ramsey, they're just slightly over the hill. So I've gone with the USA, actually, to finish second. I think, yes, they've been in bad form, but they've got some players that have been in good form so far this season, individually for their club side, such as... Brendan Aronson, Tyler Adams, uh, you know, they'll play every, they play together every week as well. Uh, Christian Pulisic is a talented player um, and I think he'll have a good World Cup actually. So yeah, I've gone for the USA to finish second. Yeah, and just a quick correction there. I believe Wales, they got to the round of 16 at Euro 2020 before crashing out, losing 4-0 against Denmark in the round of 16. So I can see Tom looking very surprised there. I don't think he was 100% sure on that, but that's Yeah, inside. I was thinking about uh, Euro 2016. I forgot they qualified for the last World Euros. But yeah, that, that that is an aside, not really for now. I think England should top the group. Hopefully we'll knock a couple past Iran. However, I'm going to spin it here a little bit and say that we usually struggle in the first game of World Cups now. Now, obviously, it's looking pretty difficult. Now, obviously, it's, no group is an easy group at the World Cup. I'll put it that way, and I think that's why USA and Wales it could they could well be repeats of the Scotland match from Euro twenty twenty when we when we were lucky to come away with the goldest draw because on paper that night Scotland were in fact the better side. So I'm going to say we'll probably top the group. We'll beat we'll beat Iran. And I reckon we'll be we'll we'll be one of we'll get four points from um Wales and USA. Don't know which way around that's going to be. As for second place, plenty of quality in there. And I actually think Iran were really unlucky at the last World Cup to 
go home early, but I think that they should have come second last time round. But I think this time round, second place will go to the USA. Now, just looking at their squad, they've got Brendan Aronson and Tyler Adams, I think it is, who both play together each week. And and I think that they've just got enough quality to pip Wales to third place and then Aram will go home early. Now, moving on to Group C, and it's looking like Argentina, Mexico, Poland and Saudi Arabia. Tom, let's have your quick fire predictions for Group C, please. Um, yeah, a little bit quicker on this one than the other two. I think that Argentina will win the group. Um, again, they've got arguably one of the best teams in the tournament, uh, certainly in my top three or four. Uh, and I think if you look at their group, yes, Mexico are a decent side, but they've B-Tech Argentina sort of. I'd, I'd say no offence to Mexico, but I think Argentina will beat them uh, easily. I think that Poland have a decent side. Um Lewandowski looking for his first goal at a World Cup. But I, again, I think they'll struggle with the climate. Obviously, it's normally very cold in Poland. So I think, you know, that's one thing they could struggle with, with an ageing side as well. Um, and I think Saudi Arabia, unfortunately, are going to be the whipping boys of the group. So I've gone Argentina to top the group. Then I think Mexico will come second. I just think they've got more players that are more younger, more hungry. Um, you know, a bit more dynamic than Poland. I, I do think Poland will finish third and, you know, I could see that going either way, but I've gone for Mexico. Yeah, and just very quick, very quick from me. Um, I think Argentina will win the group, obviously, with it being Lionel Messi's final dance. I think he's really going to want to bow on a high end. Coming into the World Cup, Argentina have won their last five games. OK, the last four have been against Estonia, Honduras, Jamaica and the United Arab Emirates. So that will give them some confidence. But obviously, they're coming up against more difficult opposition this time around. They've got some really good individual players. And I think they'll top They'll top the group. As for second, I'm going to do what usually... I'm going to go with what usually happens at World Cup. Mexico will come second before bowing out in the round of 16. I think Guadalajara Ochoa, he's a great keeper. And I think he's going to come back for another World Cup. I still think he's got one more left in his tank, even though he's 37 now. And I think Poland's really difficult. I think Lewandowski, he's, he's, get, he's getting older. He's really starting to come on now. He's 34 years old and... I think they it's not going to be an easy group by any means, but I think Poland will be third before Saudi Arabia will come bottom with zero points. And now moving on to Group D, which is going to be an interesting group. It's Australia, France, Denmark and Tunisia. Tom, take it away quickly. You know what? I'm going to be a bit controversial here. and I'm actually going to say Denmark win this group. Now, that might be... Some people might be thinking I'm mad for saying that, but... You know, we can't look past Denmark. Yes, a few of their players are a year, year and a half older than, you know, when England knocked them out in the semis of the Euros. But I think if you look at France at the moment, they've just lost Nkunku to an injury. And for me, it's given me massive World Cup 2010 vibes where there was a bit, you know, loads of talented players, but they had a few injuries. They had, you know, something kicked off with the manager before the tournament and they just fell apart. Now, I don't think they'll go that bad to that extent but I think there's so many big egos in that France team um you know we've all seen Mbappe what he's been going on like recently Benzema's a big ego um they've got loads you know across the team and 
I just think that they may fall apart a little bit. They've got a very inexperienced midfield. Um, Kamavinga and Chuameni are both good, very good players, but I'm not sure they're ready to to play in such a high-pressure tournament such as the World Cup. And I just think Denmark's experience will, will get them over the line. I don't know if they'll beat France, but I think France could draw a couple of games. Um, so I'm going to say Denmark top the group, and then I think France will come second. Unfortunately, I think if there was a team such as like a Serbia, maybe a Croatia or Switzerland in the group, they could send France home. But I'm not sure Tunisia and Australia have enough quality. Uh, and I do think Tunisia will finish third. I like Australia. I hope they, they win a game or two. But I just can't see it, unfortunately. Yeah. And now moving quickly on to my Group D predictions. Again, I'm going with you on this one. And I'm backing Denmark to win the group. And I'm going to spark an awful lot of controversy with this one. But I'm actually going with Australia in second place. I think... The I think the bounce, I think the trend with the previous World Cups is that the win the, the winner of a previous World Cup bows out in the group. And you know, with some of the egos in the France squad, as he said, and the very, very inexperienced and baby-faced midfield that they've got, I see history repeating itself in. I think France will indeed come third. So I think and I can see Tom then, and he's like, What am I waffling about? But I think um Australia have got some good players. They've got the likes of Jackson Irvine, Riley McGree, Riley McGree Matt Lecky. Um, got a couple other good players in there who I'm sure will come up. Aaron Moyes won, Harry Sutar. And I think that Australia will have just enough fire in their belly to come second. And I think France will be third and it will, and Tunisia will be fourth. Tunisia... Tunisia will will go out with a bit of fight, but I think there's just too much quality in the rest of the group. Now, moving on to Group E very quickly, where we've got Costa Rica, Germany, Japan and Spain. Tom, quick, let's quickly take it away. You're on mute. Apologies, guys. Um, yeah, for me, this is a team where, uh, you know, a group where there's two teams in it, really. Um, but again, we've seen this in the past where there's been groups of death, quote-unquote, and there's a minnow team that have gone through. I think Japan are dangerous, but I don't think that Germany and Spain are in a crisis to the point where they'll go out. I think that Germany, for me, will win the group. I just think France, Spain, I'm not sure about their squad selection. Enrique's got that wrong for me, especially leaving Thiago at home. I think that's... A really poor decision. Um, I think Spain will finish second, though, um, and I think that Japan will finish third, Costa Rica fourth. Again, I, I, you know, I can see someone like Spain going out early, but I just, if I had to hang my hat on it, I would say that um, they'll go through and just have enough quality to beat the Japanese. Yeah, I think this it will be very interesting in Group E, and I'm actually going to back Spain to top the group. I think. Despite their interesting squad selection, they've got enough in they've got enough quality. For example, Pedri, who tore it apart at the Euros. I'm backing him to do really well again at the World Cup. And I think there are some other really talented players in Spain's squad which will may have them top the group for me. Germany in second place, it's not they haven't it's not been too good for them recently, but I think they've just got enough quality to see them in second. Yasufa Makoko is someone who's really excited me. 17 years of age and has already made the step up for Dortmund with six goals and three assists so far this season. And I think 
for Costa Rica, I just don't think it's going to happen for them this time. Obviously, we've seen it in the past where they got put in a group of death in 2014 and somehow emerged as group winners, but I, I don't see history repeating itself here. And then Japan, while their squad is good, it's ageing, and I think this will be the end. I think the group will be the end of the line for Japan. Now, moving on quickly on to Group F, we've got Belgium, Canada, Croatia and Morocco. Tom, take it away. Um, yeah, Group F, I think Belgium have a good, a good squad. Defensively, I think they're a bit shaky, um, but I do think that they've just got a little bit more than Croatia. I think this one's fairly fairly standard for me. I think Belgium will win it and Croatia will come second. Um, Belgium have a lot of good options going forward and in midfield mainly. Um, De, De Bruyne, I think, will have a, a real good tournament. Um, the last couple of international tournaments, he's not been as good as he's been for Man City, but I think that um, this this is going to be his his chance to really shine on the world stage um, and show that he's one of the best players in the world. And I think that Croatia-wise, they've obviously Luka Modric still very good player, but not the player he was at in 2018. I think even he'd admit that. Um, they've, you know, they've got the old guard of Lovren, Vida still in there, but I think they've got enough to certainly get out of this group. Don't write off Canada though. They they are a bit of an underrated side. With they've got a lot of players that not many people have heard of, but talented players. Um, and obviously they've got Jonathan David and uh, Alfonso Davies who provide pace and dynamism for them. So I wouldn't write them off. Or Morocco, who've got our our Elias chair um, in there. So yeah, that'll be an entertaining group to watch. I think, but I'm I'm going to go Belgium and Croatia. Yeah, I think I'm obliged to agree with you here. While Canada do have some good players such as Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David, I think there's just too much quality in that in the Belgium and Croatia sides. For example, Kevin De Bruyne, who's one of the form players of the world right now, and so many other brilliant and talented players in there. And I think Croatia, that they'll have too much quality for the rest of the group. Luka Modric, while he is 37 now and not the player he was in back in 2018, I still think he could have a good tournament and a final good final swan song here. And I think they have some other really good players as well, although their squad is coming on a bit. They've got enough to get out of the group, as Tom said, and I think Morocco, I just don't think they'll have enough. Obviously, they've got our man Nilius Cher in there, who I'm absolutely rooting for at this tournament, but... I just don't think it's going to be enough, I'm afraid, for Morocco. Now moving swiftly on to Group G, where it's Brazil, Cameroon, Serbia and Switzerland. Tom, take it away. Um, yeah, I think everyone thinks that Brazil are going to win this tournament. I don't think it's always the case that, well, not always, but a lot of the time it is the case that the favourites start slowly or, or struggle Um I do think they will win this group, though, having said that. It is a really difficult group, though. And, you know, I'm saying they're going to win it. But if I had to pick one of the big sides to go out early in the groups, I would pick Brazil based on purely just how difficult their group is. Um, I think the battle for seconds massive. And I'm going to take Switzerland just purely because I think they've got a more well-rounded team than Serbia. Serbia have got some very good attacking players, such as Kostic, Mitrovic, Vlahovic, um, but I'm not sure defensively they're as strong um, as Switzerland and in midfield, you know, Switzerland have a Kanji at the heart of their defence, they've got um, Jan Sommer who's a very good goalkeeper, Granit Xhaka in midfield, Shakiri, you know, he'll probably score a worldie at some point, 
Um, and they played really well at the Euros. They impressed me a lot. Uh, I think their manager's been there a while. I think he, he gets the best out of them players. So I think they'll finish second in the group, but I think Brazil will will win it easily. But again, I can see Serbia qualifying. And don't write Cameroon off, you know, they're, they're not a bad side either. Yeah, I think we can easily say that Brazil will win the group. But I'd say from second downwards, it in some ways it could be seen as a group of death. Um, there's not too many top sides in there, which makes it all the more um, finger-lickingly interesting. And I'm actually going to say that Brazil to win the group, and I'm backing purely because of one player, Alexander, Alexander Mitrovic. I think... His goals, and he's had such a fantastic 2022 as well, but I actually reckon Serbia will sneak their way into second place ahead of Switzerland. Cameroon, while I'm not writing them off and I'm saying that anything could happen, I think I just think it's just going to be too much for them in the rest of the group. And yeah, I think that's all I've got to say about Group G, really. Now, moving on to Group H, we have got um, Ghana, Portugal, South Korea and Eurovite. Tom, quickly take it away. Yeah, rounding off the groups, again, a really entertaining uh, group. I think that Portugal have a, a very good team on paper, um, loads of top Premier League players, for example. Obviously, it's going to be just like Messi with Argentina. It's going to be Ronaldo's final bow, probably on the international stage as a whole. I wouldn't be surprised if he retires from international football after this tournament. Um but it's, it's not only him, you know, over the last few years, I think it's been very Ronaldo centric um, in the last sort of 10 years of his career. But now they've got players like Ruben Diaz, Bruno Fernandes, Ruben Neves, João Polina, João Cancelo. Um, they've got a lot of talented players and I think that they have got a good side. I'm going to go for them to top the group. And then for me, it's a toss up between Ghana and Uruguay. Um, Ghana are really underrated. They've got the Ayus, they've got Mohamed Kudu, so I think it's going to have a really good tournament. But I'm, I'm going to go with Uruguay. And I actually think that Darwin Nunez is going to really shine. I think he's hitting the tournament in form. He looks much more confident than when he first joined Liverpool. And I think he's one of them players that he's so chaotic and erratic that, you know, he's going to create problems on the pitch. So, so yeah, I'm going to go with Uruguay second. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you on that one with um, Portugal in first and Uruguay in second. While I'm not writing anyone off by any means, I, I still think that South Korea, I think they're, I think they're banking too much on some players, and they might not deliver. I think Human Song is injured as well, so I think that's that's going to be a massive kick in the teeth. And then as for Ghana, I think they, they they've got some good players in there, but I just don't think it's going to be enough. And I think Portugal to win the group and Uruguay to come second. Now we'll move on to the round of sixteen. So. The first match I've got is Netherlands versus the US of A. Tom, take it away. What do you think? Just very quickly here. Sorry, what was that again? You might just went. Um, oh, I've got my I've got my predictions. Who who did you predict to win Group A and come second in Group B? Um. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah. So the round of 16 first game will be the Netherlands v USA. Um, and for me, I think that. In that game, I think it, it's it's a bit of a bridge too far for America. I'm, I'm definitely going to take the Netherlands to win that, um, just purely because I think that the Dutch have more quality in their squad. Um, and I, I'll be honest, I can't see an upset in that game either. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with you on that one. I think Netherlands have just got too much quality for Argentina. Tom, your your second match was the winner of Group C against the runner-up of Group D. What do you think? Yeah, um, I'm not sure if this is winner of... But my round two match two, according to my bracket, is Argentina-France. Now, obviously, you didn't have France advancing, but let's hope they do because that is one hell of a game in the round of 16. Um and again, I'm I'm going to edge Argentina here just because I think France have got the quality to win that game on a one-off a million percent. But I just think that uh, the Argentinians have have too many, you know, too many good players in there. I think Messi they'll want to win for him so much. And again, I think if France don't start well, I, I can see them falling apart. And yeah, I'm going to Argentina to go through. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm. I think for me, it's Argentina versus Australia, and I'm saying that Argentina will win that by landslide. And yeah, match three, you've got your winner of Group B versus your runner-up of Group A. Take it away. Yeah, this is England uh, playing Ecuador. England win that game, and if we don't, it'll be almost an Iceland level of humiliation. Um, Again, Ecuador will probably cause us a few problems, but you've got to expect us to win that. You've got to expect it. Yeah, I've got England versus Qatar, and I think that it'll be a whole new level of humiliation if we don't win that. I think the country will go into lockdown again if we lose. And <laughs> I can see Tom's reaction there. And I think that that should be a landslide for England if it does happen. Now, fourth match, I've got Denmark versus Mexico. What what do you think, Tom? Yeah, um, I'm going to take Denmark here. Um, again, Mexico, good side. I think that'll be a good game. But I think that Denmark will really be inspired for Christian Eriksen. And he's been in good form this year. Um, and I think he'll play for them a lot. And they've got some some other really talented players in their squad as well. Um, Damsgaard was brilliant at the last Euros. It'll be good to see him playing again on, for his national team. And I just think that they'll, yeah, I think they've got a bit too much for Mexico. But again, that's one of them that I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went the other way. Yeah, I think um, it will be another, I think a Mexican tradition will play in here. Get through to the round of 16 for kissing goodbye. And I think that Denmark galvanised by Christian Eriksen being fit will do it again, I think. Obviously, he's he's had, he's had a he's had an exquisite twenty twenty two. Obviously, doing it for Brentford and then for Man United, and I think that will just be a step too, too far for Mexico. Now, moving on to the next match, it's Spain versus Croatia. Tom, who do you have down here? I've got Germany, Croatia in this one, um, and I'm gonna take. I'm uh, I'm gonna you know what? That's a knife edge for me. I'm gonna take Germany. Um, I think they've got more quality throughout their eleven, but again. That's not a, not an easy game at all for for the Croats. Yeah, I've got Spain, Croatia. And I think Spain will have just enough over Croatia. They've got it won't be an easy game for either side. Don't get me wrong, but I think I can see Spain edging this by one or two goals. Now moving on to the next match, we've got I've got Brazil, Uruguay. Tom, who have you got? Yeah, that's the same as me. Um, again, I'm a, I'm very tempted to pick. A shock here because there always is one in the round of 16 um and looking at the rest of the tournament i'm i'm gonna take brazil but 
I would again, it's one of them that it'll be a really interesting game that um and I, I can easily see Uruguay winning it, but I'll I will take Brazil to win that. Yeah, I'm also taking Brazil to win. Uruguay would make it easy, but I think there's Brazil have just got too much in their squad. Now moving on to the next match. I've got Belgium, Germany. Tom, who have you got? Yeah, mine's Belgium, Spain, and this is a really tasty game again. Um, Belgium, good side. Spain, bit young. Um, another one that I can see going 50-50. Uh, I'm going to take Spain, though, just because I think Belgium's defence is, is on its way out, and I think that, that Spain will probably be able to, to capitalise on that um, in the wider areas. So I'm going to go with Spain to win that game. Yeah, I think that I think I've got Belgium, Germany, and I think it, I think it will be Belgium who advance to the quarters. I think they've just got too much for Germany. Now the final matches, I've got Portugal, Serbia. Tom, who have you got? Uh, yeah, Portugal, Switzerland, and another really difficult game. I can see this going all the way to penalties, but I'm I'm going to take Portugal. Um, I just think that they've just got slightly too much. Um, for them uh, in in attacking areas again, but but also just in you know in defence they've got Ruben Diaz, Pepe might actually play, so so yeah that could be a, a tight game, but I'm going to take Portuguese. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Portugal over Serbia. I think they've just got too much of them. Now on to the quarterfinals we go for my first match. I've got Netherlands versus Argentina. Tom, who are you backing here? Yeah, that's the same as me. Um, really difficult. Really difficult because I fancied Netherlands a lot in this tournament. Um, but I am going to take... Oh, I'm going to take Netherlands. I just have a feeling they'll... I have a feeling that Argentina will crumble. Um, I think that Argentina have got a lot of players that can be very inconsistent on their day. Uh, and I just think that you know, it'll be the Van Dyke versus Messi battle. Um, and I, I don't think Argentina have that out and out number nine. Yes, Lataro Martinez, but can he hold the ball and bring others into play? Um, no, um, I'm just going to go for the Netherlands. I just think I've been really impressed with them so far. So I'm going to take them. Yeah, I think Netherlands, Argentina, I'm taking the Netherlands as well. I think Netherlands are really going to want it. And I think Netherlands are being backed by everyone. I think they'll live up to the hype. Now, the next match, I've got Spain-Brazil. Tom, who have you got? Um, yeah, I've got Germany-Brazil. Shades of 2014, obviously. Um, but I do think Brazil will win this one. Um, Germany are a good side. Again, you know, it's going to be difficult. It's, it's so hard to say before you've watched a game, but... Um, I think that Brazil have a little bit too much quality in the attacking areas. And, and again, Germany are a bit slow at the back, um, especially in, at centre-half. So so I'm going to take Brazil to win that game. Yeah, I think for this for this one, I have indeed got... Uh, I've got Spain-Brazil, and I think I'm backing Brazil here. Again, just too much quality. Spain, I've got some quality, don't get me wrong, but I think Brazil's quality outpowers the Spanish. Now, for my third match, I've got England-Denmark. Tom, who have you got? That is exactly the same. Um, I mean, it's probably quite dodgy that we've both backed France to either go out or finish second, just so England get a good game in the quarters. But You'd expect England to win this game. You'd be very disappointed if you didn't. Um, 
And yeah, I think we we saw how, how good of a game Denmark gave us last time, but I do think that we've got enough quality to beat them. And if we if we fire, you know, the country will all be behind us for this game. And I think that we'll win it. Yeah, I think this one's up for the taking if it does come to fruition. And I think while Kasper Schmeichel in the last match could basically have saved the Titanic with how well he played, I think it's just not going to be enough this time. And I think I will have, I've got us down to go from through. Now for the fourth quarter final, Belgium, Portugal. Tom, who have you got? I've got Spain, Portugal in this one, which will be a hell of a game. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take Portugal to go through here. Um, I just think that Spain just don't have that experience, especially up front, you know, Morata leading the line versus Ronaldo leading the line. And I think Ronaldo will really have hunger in his belly um, because obviously all the stuff that's come out against him recently. And I think he'll be desperate to to have a good tournament and, and prove a lot of those haters and doubters wrong. Now, I'm not a massive Ronaldo fanboy. I'm not, I actually think Messi's a better player, but... Um, you know, I do think he's one of them players that in, in the big moments he'll be he'll be really important. So I'm taking Portugal. Yeah, I'm taking Portugal as well. I think they have too many players in good moments. Belgium have some fantastic players, don't get me wrong, but I think Portugal Portugal are doing too much. Now, Tom, for the semi-finals, first game I've got the Netherlands versus Brazil. Who are you, you back in here? Yeah, um, that's the same as me. Um, I didn't realise you took the Netherlands to, to get to the semis as well, but... Um, I think for me, this is one of them where I, as much as I'd love to see the Netherlands go through, I think Brazil will win this game. Um, if they've got through all of those games, I think that they'll get through the Netherlands in the semis. Um, and I just think that it'll be a really, really good game to watch. But but I'm, I'm going to take Brazil in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm back in Brazil too here, I think. They, I think they're they're just too well renowned, globally to not progress. And for the second semi final, I've got England Portugal. Who have you got? Yeah, that's the same as me. And call me deluded, call me biased, call me whatever you want to call me. But I think if England do get to the semis of the tournament, you know we've seen with Gareth Southgate one. Yes, he's tactically flawed, but. I think one of the biggest things that he's managed to do for it, for England is is get a camaraderie and a morale in the squad. And I think that's so, so important in, in World Cups and in major tournaments. And I think if we get all the way to the semi-finals, we'll have so much spirit in the team behind us. You know, though our players will have come on experience-wise. Harry Kane, um, Jordan Pickford, John Stones, Harry Maguire, Jude Bellingham in his second major tournament, Grealish as well, Foden. You know, they've all got experience behind them in these big games. They've all been to a final of a major tournament. And I think that we'll be so hungry to go to go one more that I, I do think we'll win this game. I think it could honestly go to penalties or extra time, but um, I'm going to take England. Yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got us done as well. Yes, you can call me biased all you want, but I think the way that Gareth Southgate would have galvanised this united the country will probably see us through to the final. I think Portugal, they'll want it too, but I think we'll, we'll just we'll just want it more. Third place playoff extremely quickly. I'm I'm just gonna say Netherlands to beat Portugal. Tom, just very quickly, who are you gonna say? Yeah, I'd take yeah, I'd take the Netherlands there. Um I think Portugal will be on that's a pointless game and and something, you know, I think it's shouldn't happen in my opinion. But but yeah, that's who I would take. Yeah, now for the final, I've got Brazil, England. Who are you backing here? 
as much as it's really going to hurt me to say it, I'm going England now. I am going England, honestly. I think to myself, it's such a low margin game. A World Cup final can go on, on the edge. But I think if England did get to a World Cup final, I think that the 12th man would would carry us so far. Um, and I think, yes, Brazil are massive fans and call me deluded, but I just, I can honestly see us winning that game. I can honestly see us beating Brazil. Um, but again, it could go either way, but I'm going to go England because it pains me to, to pick us to lose in a World Cup final. Yeah. I've, I, yeah, I'm, I'm back in England here as well. I think the national unity we'll have behind us at this point will just be too much for everyone else. And I've got England down. Anyway, that can that concludes today's installment of the Top Portiers podcast. Thank you so much if you've made this far. Tom, have you got any last words before we round off? Yeah, um, obviously we've literally just picked England to win the World Cup, which we'll probably think, well, who are these idiots? But you know, there's nothing wrong with a bit of patriotism, is there? And I, I honestly can see us doing something in the tournament. So yeah, let's hope we're right. Yeah. Royal Britannia, thank you so much for listening if you made it this far and good night. Thanks for joining us at Top Four Tears. You've been listening to Tom Ward, founder of this multimedia empire, and myself, Lucas Ross, editor and producer. Don't forget to like and subscribe.